0: Hey guys, this is going to be a great episode on discussing a CBT technique called cognitive continuum and how it relates to overcoming those irrational negative thoughts we have. I'm linking this technique together with new year resolutions and I think it will be really beneficial if you're either able one to work with me through this episode by getting a piece of paper and a pen or replaying this episode a couple of times to get the full gist. There are going to be some exercises that we'll do together to help overcome a lot of the negative thoughts that really really hold us back because they are perhaps our core belief about who we are. And in this episode, we really dive deeply into some cognitive work, and I hope you really get a lot out of it just as much as I did. Hey there, Winning Lifestyle with Lisa here, dropping in a quick mental skills training tip that will move your needle in life forward. As a sports psychology student, it's imperative we all know that we are competitors in life. As competitors and athletes, what do you think they use to get better in their own sport? Well, they're using drills, techniques, plans for execution, right? And if we are competitors and athletes in life, we need to use the same thing. So today I'm dropping a mental skills training tip on a Tuesday. Have a listen and see how you can apply it today. Okay, I get it. I get it. You are probably getting the same question asked mostly, probably every day. <laughs> At this point, it's probably every day, maybe every other day. And it's that question of, hey, what's your new year resolution? And honestly, guys, I am not a fan. I'm not a fan of stating my resolutions for anyone. I'm really not. I'm, I'm not a fan of that. I think it's the word that gives me pause because, of course, we want to tell the world or tell the people we're close to what it is we want to become in this new year, right? It's a renewal. It's a cleansing. For some reason, when December 31st comes around and 1159 and then those 60 seconds, we're somehow cleansing 300 plus days from the previous year. And of course, it's fun. It's exciting, right? You have this ball dropping and there's champagne and gold confetti everywhere. And for some reason, that is enough for us to, quote unquote, cleanse ourselves from our previous year and transform into this new person come next year. And that, the word, maybe it's not the word, the phrase, new year resolution, really, really, it's very skin-crawly for me because I don't like thinking that I will just wake up and transform into some, and it's probably not that I don't think that, I know it's bullshit, (laughs) excuse me for that. I know it is not real. It is not real to wake up and just assume that over the next two months or three months that you will transform into all of the characteristics that you want it to be written on a a piece of paper. Just three months and then boom. If it was that easy, okay, come on. If it was that easy, more people would be doing it, right? More people would be doing it. And I think... What is a maybe better choice of words, perhaps, would be, hey, do the same thing that you did the other day, but better. (laughs) Be 1% better. Be better tomorrow. Do the work again tomorrow. Wake up and do the work. Check all the boxes off. Sweat the small stuff. I mean, those are the things that really lead to the change that's everlasting. It is not because you wrote it down and stated it in the air that your resolution will just happen. It takes work, okay? It really, really takes work, it does. And if you are ready to check off those boxes every day, I'm not talking about three times out of the week or four times out of the week, I mean every day, okay? Every single day you are checking off the boxes. And there's a a very strong reason that we're talking about this concept of resolutions not being good. Well, not being good is not the right phrase I want to use, but it can lead you down the wrong path if you only give yourselves two options, which is your previous self and then your future self. And that's really why I'm not a fan of New Year resolutions. Let's go! That I'm not a fan of that because we only have two choices. We never really discuss, well, what does January of 2023 look like? Okay, what does February of 2023 look like? Okay, what does March of 2023 look like? Do you see the difference? One is building a ladder to become the person you want to be from your resolution because if you think about it a full year of growth and change will lead to lasting results okay a full year of work not three months of i'll write it on a piece of paper and then i will just transition into this person well What happened to the other nine months? (laughs) What will you be like in the other nine months? And if we think of my 2022 self and then my 2023 self, we're only given two choices. You either become that person or you don't. And maybe this is why sometimes people you might know or you yourself have said, my resolution is too strong. I would rather just go back to how I was because that's the only other option we've given ourselves. And in this mental technique that I want to provide for you, it's, it's called, it's in the, the realm of cognitive behavioral therapy and it's called the continuum. And this is a great exercise Instead of writing down your new year resolution, this is a great exercise to try when you are looking at wanting to be different come next year. And this continuum does what exactly we started out with, which is building a ladder, okay? I'm, I'm going to try and describe this as best as I can through through just words, but you can look it up, okay? CBT continuum, you can look this up because it applies really everywhere. Uh, you can do this at any moment in time, especially when you're having negative thoughts and beliefs. Because one thing I love about C- CBT work is it breaks down and challenges those unhelp- unhelpful and irrational beliefs that we really think are true, right? Your beliefs are your beliefs. And we think our beliefs are absolute fact. But then when we start breaking it down, we really notice that we have no evidence for those beliefs or our evidence is laced in bias and it's not true. Or it might be where we believe that strong belief and then when we start untangling what that belief really is, we might discover something completely different. Okay, we might discover something completely different. Like a great example for me is when I first started on my own weight loss, I would say when I first started, okay, when I first started with the weight loss and I knew I, I was looking at myself in the mirror and I just felt completely like a failure. I couldn't believe someone like myself who was an athlete had let themselves get to a certain point and i felt bad i felt guilty i felt shameful i felt like a failure and it became where i was telling myself i am a fail i'm a failure i cannot do this i cannot lose weight and what it really stemmed from was me losing the identity of being an athlete okay me losing that identity i had been in the sport of gymnastics for so long. I was a dancer, I did that. My mom put me in so many activities. And when that stopped, it came to an abrupt stop. And when that happened, of course, I found other alternatives that filled my time up and that was eating. (laughs) And really that was eating. And those thoughts of I'm a failure really it wasn't that I believed I was a failure. I was just struggling very badly with transitioning from the athlete mindset into something different. And using, I didn't use CBT continuum, that technique, but using something like this at that time could have been helpful. So you really might, you you might want get a piece of paper and a pencil or at least go back and replay the section that we'll go through because it will take a little bit more talking points because it is a little more in depth but very powerful okay very powerful and i'm going to do this as simple as i can and i've tried to do this a few times with some of the athletes i used to coach and it did help them you can see it in their eyes It helped them realize, oh, I'm not as far off as I think. Because, of course, when you're an athlete and about to compete, you believe everybody is ahead of you, right? And you're on the island all by yourself. And maybe that's what New Year resolutions do for you. You might believe everyone else is so far ahead than me, and I'm the only one sitting on this island by myself, feeling down, feeling shameful, feeling guilty, and I can never get there. And the continuum helps us realize everybody is on a different point on the continuum. Everyone is in a different point, but everyone's zero and a hundred, which I will explain what that is, but everyone's zero and a hundred are completely different. So the very first thing that I want you to think about, especially if you're driving, <laughs> what I want you to think about is on a sheet of paper, right, in your mind, or if you have one, maybe make it just a regular computer sized sheet of paper, draw a straight line from left to right, just a a straight line from left to right, a very thick line, and then put three data points on there. The far left should be a zero, the far right should be 100, and then in the middle is 50, right? You can think about it as 0%, 100%, 50%. Okay, this will be our continuum that we work off of. All right, now I want you to think of a negative belief that you hold about yourself. Okay, a negative belief that you hold about yourself, right? It might be in in the athlete world, it might be, I am not deserving to be a level eight gymnast, I will never stick my series. In the, in the health and weight loss sector, it's, I don't deserve good health In maybe parenting. It might be, I'm a bad parent or I'm the worst parent alive, right? In, in finances, it might be, I will never get out of debt. I deserve to be in debt. Right. So any negative belief that you consistently bring up in your mind now on the other end in your mind. And you can write these down. So if you're thinking on your piece of paper, you have your line somewhere near the top or the bottom. Either one is fine. Write down that initial belief, which is that negative thought. And then on the other side of the page, we are going to revise that belief. Okay, we're going to think about it in a different way in the athletic mind where I first said I don't deserve to be a level eight gymnast or I will never stick my series. The revised belief is I stick my series 10 out of 10. I stick my series in a competition. I stick my series nine out of 10 times. Okay, so it's something that completely contradicts what the initial belief is. Okay, it's something that completely contradicts that. Now, you'll have to decide what your revised belief is. It might you might have to play around with it. And you might even feel as if it sounds overly motivational because our negative thought is so ingrained in us that anything that counters it, we feel is fake. Anything that counters that thought we feel somehow is fake, is phony and it won't work. But just bear with me. So if we think about it on your imaginary sheet of paper or the real one, you have your initial belief, your revised belief, and then a line with three different data points on there. Underneath this, this is the part that gets very, very interesting, okay? Underneath this, we are going to now start identifying what the continuum looks like. So from 0 to 50, we'll put another data point at 25 and then from 50 to 100, we'll put another data point at 75. Now we have five data points. We have 0%, 25%, 50%, 75%, and then 100%. Your 0% is going to be the initial belief. That is the intense negative core belief that we feel is Right. We feel this is true. We don't, we we are just having a really hard time overcoming this negative thought. And then over on a hundred percent is the revised belief. Okay, the one that might feel a little phony, but it's a possibility. But it right now it might feel a little weird. Okay. So now on our line, our zero percent, which is our initial thought, we have 25%. and then 100%, which is our revised thought. Underneath the 0%, here's the next step to this. Underneath the 0%, whatever your thought is, that initial one that you're having a hard time overcoming, I want you to write down specific criteria of what that looks like. For example, a one that involves parenting, it might be the initial belief is I'm not a fit parent right? That might be your initial belief. I'm not a fit parent. Well, write down what does that look like? What does a non-fit parent look like? It might be uh, neglectful. Uh, It could be aggressive, abusive. It could be emotionally abusive, abandoning, rejecting the child, um, ignoring, right? So that goes under the 0%. Those are the criteria of what not being a fit parent looks like. Then on the opposite side of 100%, where there's a new thought process, where it might be, the revised thought is, I am a loving parent who makes mistakes, right? You're giving yourself grace. I'm a loving parent that still makes mistakes. Well, what does that look like? So underneath the 100%, you're writing down the criteria of what does that statement look like? It might be listening It could be supportive. It could be modeling healthy behaviors and habits. It could be emotionally present, physically present. It could be positivity, constructive criticism. It could be disciplined, disciplining when necessary. So we now, if we have this, and remember we're using, if you're driving, if you think of it on a piece of paper, we'll go through it again. At the top, you have your initial belief. On the other side, you have your revised belief. Then you have a line that has zero percent, which is your initial belief, and then the criteria of what that looks like. Then we have a data point of twenty-five percent, fifty percent, seventy-five percent, and then a hundred percent of what that looks like. Okay. Now moving on. Next thing that we can do is this: we now want to think of three different people. Okay. Identify three different people who would be excellent, good, and acceptable on this criteria line, on this continuum. Identify three different people that are excellent, good, and acceptable. So that might be where if we go with your best friend, you feel your best friend exhibits the qualities of an excellent parent, mark on your sheet on that continuum what data point they should be at. Are they at 85%? Mark it down and write their name. Are they at 65%? Mark it down and write their name. Or are they at 90%? Mark it down, write their name. Do that for the excellent, the good, and the acceptable. Maybe you fall somewhere on the acceptable right now or maybe you fall within good, but you are thinking of three different people to put along the continuum as markers so you can understand and see, okay, three different people in this point exhibit this part of this continuum. If it's another friend, for instance, that is not as good of a parent as you feel, that you are then you'll put them on the lower end of your continuum okay you'll put them on the lower end of your continuum and then from there identify three different people on the opposite end which would be inadequate poor or unacceptable so you you can have six different people right you can have three that are 50% and above or you can have three that are 0 to 50 Or, and that makes six total because, hi, basic math. (laughs) Or you can just have three that fill up the entire continuum for you, where maybe one is from zero to 50, and then there's two that are between 50 and 100%, or two are zero to 50, and then one's 50 to 100%. It depends on how much you want to have on your line. Next from there, I want you to identify what does 25% look like and 75% look like. We are going to do the same exact thing that we did with our zero and 100, but now with 25% and 75%. So, how we wrote out criteria for 0% of not being a fit parent, and how we wrote out criteria at 100% for being a caring parent that does make mistakes here and there we now will write down 25%. What does that look like? What criteria is that? And then 75%. What criteria is that? I guarantee you this will probably be the hardest part. Because remember, as I said, with new year resolutions, we either give ourselves, this is who I will be in 2020, 2023, uh, or I won't be that. I will stay the same like 2022. And that's where it becomes we have never given ourselves the bandwidth to understand that there are so many more levels and layers to who we want to become. So if we think of this continuum line, we have now more data points. We have a 0% of our initial negative thought. We have a 25% of whatever that criteria looks like, and it might take you a couple of days to figure that out. We have a 50% marker. We have a 75% marker. That is another time for you to figure out what that criteria looks like. And then we have an 100%. On this, remember, on this still continuum, we have three different people that ...fit on this line. Those are our markers that help us see this is either who I want to become and this is who I don't want to be like. Okay, now from there, I want you to figure out where do you fit on this continuum. Where do you fit on the line? Here is the beauty of the whole thing. You are probably not at zero. And remember, we first started off with 0% is what I believe I am. Remember, the 0% was the negative thought that we we wholeheartedly believe is true. We wholeheartedly believe that that is truth. And I guarantee you, after you've done this exercise, you will notice you're not at 0. You're probably not at 100 either. And that's okay because the full continuum shows you what you can do to get to the next step. You might be above 25% and you could be at 40%. So now you see, okay, from 40% to 100, I might have other markers there that help me grow into that 100%. And the beauty of this whole thing is you are letting go of the full negative belief at the very beginning, right? The very beginning of, my 0%. It's not even who you are. But if we go back and think of the new year resolution, we're not giving ourselves this entire bandwidth. There is no, tell me your 2023 continuum plan. (laughs) That's too long. That's a coffee date. Okay. That's coffee and conversations. But we have gotten so used to just saying, this is what I want to accomplish in 2023. And it's usually the hundred (laughs) percent. It's usually the hundred percent. This is what I want to accomplish. I have to accomplish this. And we think we're at zero. And if we don't achieve a hundred within literally the first half of the year, we just say, yeah, forget it. I'll just stay at, I'll stay at zero. It's safe. It's comforting. I know what it looks like because a hundred is too much. But again, if we give ourselves these markers of 0, 25, 50, 75, 100, there's people on my line that I can reference. Who am I doing better than and who do I need to catch up to? What criteria does 100 look like? What criteria does 25 look like? What criteria does 50 look like? Write that down. What criteria does 75 look like? And then you have 100 to look forward to. You have given yourself so many more opportunities. You've given yourself so much more to work towards. And if you consistently review this continuum, you'll start to change. You'll start to change and you'll start to grow into who you want to become or who it is that you want to be. If we used another example throughout the health and wellness sector, right? Initial thought is I'll be fat forever. I'll never lose this weight. While the revised thought, which completely contradicts it, is I'm at my goal weight. I'm sustaining and maintaining my weight, right? Or it's I love my body. That could be the revised thought. That was it for me. I didn't like my body. But now it's I love my body. So what does 100 look like? What what, What does 100 look like? And what does zero look like? Well, if it says I am I will be fat forever, 0% looks like I don't care what I eat. I eat irresponsibly. I want to eat what I want to eat, when I want to eat it, how much I want to eat it. There's no portion control. I snack late at night. I don't care about my health. While 100% might be I care about my health. I understand that portions are necessary. I have off-plan meals if I enjoy them. I don't have as much guilt and shame around food. meal prep, right? And then if we go 25 and 75, well, 25% might be, I care about my knees, right? Because if we are overweight, it's probably hurting our joints somewhere. So 25% might be, I care about my knees. I eat out four days out of the week. My portions are too big. I can't throw away food. While 75% is I have a consistent workout routine. I'm changing the clothes that I put on. I'm speaking more confidently. I meal prep my food. I eat out twice a week. My portions are sometimes high, sometimes low. I think I said that one twice. But do you see how if we take the time to build out the criteria, we get a better understanding of what it all looks like? So what I want you to practice with is actually build out your own continuum and maybe even tell people, I don't have new year resolutions, like I don't have them, <laughs> but I have a full continuum that over the course of 12 months, I can achieve because I'm not starting at zero, but I am nowhere near 100. I might be at 10% and I will work to get through my continuum as I'm going along throughout this new year. Therefore, I say for all of you, have your continuum posted on your refrigerator, put it in your bathroom, put it in your car, put it wherever you need to be because we can fall prey. Trust, I've done it. We fall prey right back into, tell me what your new year resolution is. Oh my gosh, what? You're gonna do so great. And all that, again, is bullshit. Okay? It's, it's just BS. If we do not have a clear-cut plan of what it looks like, of what every piece of the continuum looks like, we will be the exact same. So let's move forward. <laughs> draw your continuum. I hope it made sense. If not, please send me a message. We can talk about it. We can have a conversation about it. We can do a Zoom about it. I would love to do a Zoom about it, but let me know. Let me know your thoughts. If you enjoyed what you heard and you would like to reach out further, I am on both social media platforms of Facebook and Instagram. I did try TikTok for about... I gave it a good run it was about two weeks and it's not for me <laughs> it's just not for me therefore facebook instagram at lisa l calhoun is where you can reach me where you can find me i am a person that loves thought-provoking conversation and honestly i would love feedback about the podcast. What did you think about the episode? Did you have this experience happen? Maybe something else came to your mind that you just want to talk about. Feel free, reach out Facebook, Instagram, Lisa L. Calhoun, and let's connect.